to celebrating our food and telling stories of it. I am Sophie, your host and producer, and this is Our Food Stories, a podcast for us and by us. Episode 25. Have you ever had tea leaf tea? Today's story is brief but filled with so much knowledge in regards to cultivating peas, known as gobe in Luganda, and the difference between the locally grown kind and the GMO kind. Special guest Kasozi tells us how he consumes the leaves of these peas and the potential health benefits. Let's get started. My name is Kasozi Nua and I'm from Uganda. So today I'm going to talk about Gobe. Gobe is a local name we all refer to the people of Bantu tribe. Uh, Uganda, Baruli. So this crop uh, is a drought crop. Let me say like that, but the government has brought in many cultivars, uh, the GMO modified ones and then also the the local ones. So when we talk of the local ones, they are different kinds. We have the black type, we have the maroon type, we have the molten type. So then also the GMO they are also now produced in different kinds. But the difference is the GMO is of a smaller size compared to the local ones. So the local ones are a bit bigger and also of a big cotton bell. The distinct features of it is one, stress-free can grow in any place but the other side is it's like it's a fodder crop so it bears a lot and a lot of leaves compared to the beans it produces but mostly it bears a lot during dry season so that's when it puts on the beans uh, because the crop at that time is stressed so the water, the water levels of it have been reduced and also the transpiration rate is also high. So that's when it usually bears on the fruits compared to the, the GMO. So the GMOs, to benefit from them, you have to keep on spraying, spraying, spraying. So whenever I don't spray, the less you reap from it. Because for it, it's like uh, by the time it sprouts up from, from the ground, you have to spray. So, it's, so by instant, for it, it's always affected by pests and diseases compared to the local cultivars. So the local cultivars for them are free and they are, they are less pest resistant. Uh, you can keep on eating from them, mostly the leaves, because the leaves uh, during the rainy season, they just keep on growing vigorously. So that's the time when people usually enough for us in the dry places, that's when you usually benefit from it because you can leave it up to the dry season, then dry season, you start plucking off the leaves. Interrupting your listening for a little bit. Did you know that you can send in your food story? Yes, that's right. If listening to this podcast has inspired you to relieve some of your favorite food memories, you can send those stories and be part of our food stories. Just send an email to a kitchen in Uganda at gmail.com to get more details. This call is for Ugandans for now, but if you enjoy these stories as much as we have enjoyed bringing them to you, you can leave a testimonial or a rating on your favorite listening platforms. Now back to the story. 
So the leaves you can eat them as a side dish food for greens or you can make flour that's a nice so flour flour you can use it for tea or you can also use mix it with ginuts and then you make a beef paste so it's sweet to say and also the other side the flour which you use for teas you don't need sugar to put in it for it so it's sweet and just a matter of getting it and then you cook it the normal way as you cook the normal tea. The other side is that for me basing my consumption habit that how I eat it is I get the flour, then put it in the cold water, then I cook. So I cook from its zero point when the water is cold until it gets hot. Let me say when it gets ready. So by that time you can take it, it's sweet. Or you can put in some little sugar if you like, for those who need sugar. But you can also not put in sugar. The other side is the benefit. So, when I tried to find out more about it, uh, some people told me that the other side is, is sweet, that's one. Then two, uh, when you add it to paste, the, to make it a stiff paste for eating, that's the ginot paste or the Simpson paste. Uh, it's also sweet. Uh, then for the side of the tea, is people say that somehow reduces blood pressure. That's our assumptions I get from people that reduces blood pressure. Uh, also sugar levels, all that stuff associated with the blood. So I don't know the science behind there, but that's how the assumptions I get from people. So me my side, I've been using it just because of the sugar free, because I'm not such a person of sugar. Thank you, Kasozi, for sharing with us about these peas. My earliest memory of bean leaves as greens was when I was about five or six years. I would watch my mom harvest the tender leaves just before the bean pods started sprouting from the flowers. I know we are all glad to know that pea leaves can be made into flour, which can then be used for tea. Kasozi is doing great work, ensuring that foods like this exist for us to enjoy. I'm um, advocate for climate foods that are resilient in the community and also smart. So when we say smart, we talk of something that we can spend little to produce or to cultivate or something that's not too much affected by climate change. Let me say like drought, uh, no water, let me say uh, too much sunshine. Yeah. You can find more of his work on Twitter under the name at Noah underscore Kasozi. Remember, if you have a delicious food story that is very dear to your heart and you would like to share it on this podcast, you can reach out to me via email at akitcheninuganda at gmail.com or on Instagram at akitcheninuganda. Don't forget to share the podcast with other listeners to leave a review or a rating and to comment on your favorite stories wherever you listen. See you in the next episode.